Hey guys, it's your drunk GM Griff over at the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Listen, I'm super happy by the response that we got to our contest, our 500 Twitter followers and 2,000 downloads contest. We ran it for a week. We had enough entries that we had to roll a D100 for it. But I'm super pleased to announce that our good buddy Woody over at the Wheeler Woe podcast has won it. So he'll be getting that awesome hand-knit koozie and the set of cursed dice. I believe they are cursed by Steve's ex-girlfriend. Look out. Without further ado, this is episode 14, Birdemic 2, The Resurrection. like liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey guys and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 14 guys what are you guys drinking Slurp. <sighs> Griffin, that was a Hams Sky Blue Sip, and I would like to hashtag dedicate that Sky Blue Sip to a couple of my fans on Twitter. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate you out there, Dioxia Rio, who was uh, saying that you live for my Sky Blue Sips. Here's one for you. And then my favorite. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. Too much Sky Blue. Then I want to shout out my boy, Anisette Ravine, at From Ash to Cash. Uh, good goblin merchant drinking a tall boy hands today. This one's for you. Okay, I'm done. Jesus Christ. Stroke his ego once, and uh, I guess he's heard yours for life. Guys, he might have a health problem. He does shake a lot when he does that. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> Is well, it shaky because like it's the first drink of the night? or Yeah. Yeah. See, I've already come out of alcohol withdrawal, and now I'm coming back into alcohol intake. So, you heard it here it first, Mrs. Strapple. Heard it here first. I know you're listening. This is your son. All right, Brooks, what are you drinking? That is a very truly very fantastic truly. as always. Yum. Much more civilized. I, d- I didn't hear, hear a sip over there. Uh, well, here you go. Wow. That's like. Is there a strange sip? That was pretty quiet. I don't think anybody heard that besides uh, the people at the table that are probably, you know, only thinking they heard it because they watched you do it. <laughs> well, uh, the power of imagination is endless. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Haley, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking the classic uh, rum and Pepsi. Rum and Pepsi. You're I have a-, a new handle, so I'm good. You're on a stint. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's been a long stretch of rum and Pepsi. It's my favorite. It's a second captain handle in. Uh, we don't need to tell them how long. Rough. All right, uh, Emily, what about you? Moscato again this week. Guys, you got to mix it up. But I guess that's why I'm here. Ooh. Ugh. You hear that sound? That's an aluminum bottle of <laughs> Michelob Ultra. 
You like that? Oh man, I take back everything. <laughs> Hail to the chief over here. Game respects game. <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's an attractive sound out of a bottle. We're usually can drinkers and mouth breathers over here. Uh, so guys, how's your weeks going? What you do anything interesting? What's going on, uh, Steve? Oh, I expected not to go first this time. Um, it's been a pretty RPG heavy week for me. Um, a little Starfinder earlier in the week last night. Brooks, Emily, myself, and our good buddy Timmy up in uh, up in Madison, Wisconsin. We played our uh, book six of Rune Lords, and there's a uh, who who knows where the rest of the week could take me. But I'm already three days out of the week. It's five days? No, that's four. I've been playing a lot this week, all right? Playing so much you can't even... <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> can't even count? Can't even keep track. So, uh, well, the three of you playing in the Rune Lords campaign, before we get to everyone else, can you give me your most spoiler-free um, description of where you're at right now and what you just did, like in the last session? We're doing the final quote-unquote dungeon crawl. Okay. Yeah, so we're we're there. I imagine there's like a rune lord there or something. Uh, Griffin, we don't want to spoil it for the listening audience. I'm sure there's a lot of people playing who haven't played Rise of the Rune Lords, so... They don't know that at the end it's just a rune lord risen? No. no. Hello, <laughs> I am the rune lord of lust. Oh. <laughs> Didn't realize a sorcian rolled in the room. Boing, 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 a deep cut. <laughs> All right, Brooks, how's your week going? You know, uh, I can't complain. Uh, work is, I guess, uh, pretty busy, but nothing I can't handle. But other than that, just about nothing, which is nice. Hey, I'll take an empty week. I oh, wish yeah. I had one. Haley, how about you? Um, Yeah, so I did Starfinder on Monday, but most of my free time has been spent knitting. Uh, had to finish the can koozie. <laughs> Oh, for the contest? Yeah. 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 And also, I finished a hat. So, lots of just knitting this weekend. You you knit like a woman beyond your years. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like Nana Opal. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the resemblance now. Ooh. Ooh. Harsh. <laughs> Got dunked on. Oh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, he teases me enough for being a grandma for knitting, too. So. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> If if fifty percent of the podcast does it, then I guess it must be cool. Exactly. Well, you can't be a grandma until you guys have some children of your own. We have fur babies. Just one. Right. Well, <laughs> Just Haley four. also has fur babies <laughs> Just too. Four. Yeah. Emily, what about your week? It was pretty good. Uh, this week we had a seminar. Uh, well, we have a seminar every week, but in this one, uh, one of the key ending points was how we need to think creatively oh, and yeah, so of yeah. course that made me think of the uh don't hug me i'm scared video series and that song has been stuck in my head ever since don't listen to it if you haven't heard it already sounds like a great week mm-hmm. <laughs> but emily what's your favorite idea <laughs> no <laughs> mine is being creative oh do you get that idea hey you just have to think creatively Let's stop on the Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, and how was your week? Oh, uh, thanks for asking, Haley. <laughs> Which Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared song was stuck in your head? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my week, uh, I'm a little bummed out. I like to keep um, keep caught up with uh, a couple of podcasts, and I uh, 
I've been having back-to-back three-hour meetings at work pretty much every day, so I can't really listen to a podcast in the middle of a meeting, so need to catch up. Going to be gonna be a long week next week of catching up, but um, I'm excited for that. So with that out of the way, guys, you exited a saved town hall. You put the fires out, the smoke's exiting the windows, and you exited onto a crowd. (laughs) (laughs) And this crowd of people, most of them people that you helped save, that you helped direct out of the building and, you know, in some cases, drug out of the fire. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) The fire. The aluminum Uh, can. (laughs) The aluminum can. Getting to me. Uh, but yeah, some of them you've dr- drug out of the fire. They're out there waiting for you. What do you say to this crowd of people that's, that's you know, happy that you saved them, but minutes before the fire were pretty skeptical of you guys? I think um, E is not very loud to begin with. Uh but would like to do some sort of ventriloquism so that people in the back uh, can also hear her. Oh, yeah, that's thinking creatively. <laughs> um, do, do I have to make a will save for all 20 people in the back? <laughs> I mean, if you really want to. No, but, I'm good, actually. But yeah, so basically I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it so people can try and hear me. As I say, do you trust us now? Do you? Because I'm pretty irritated that they were so mad at us. Boo, she had to use magic. Boo. She just right? yelled louder. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, the crowd is kind of turned to your side at this point, seeing as you just saved Town Hall and most of them. Um, I think Councilman Hearthmount will probably come over to you guys and, like, shake your hands and thank you. Uh, and then probably address the crowd and say, Well, now you have it. You, I chose these four as this town's best hope, and, and here they are saving the day. I think you can put your faith in these four. And he says that, and he kind of gives you guys time to talk to the crowd or get away from the crowd He's more than happy to kind of take the attention from you. That's the kind of guy he is. So what do you guys want to do? Well, um, I think tonight, if we're like, like, can if we can sneak away, I think that we all probably want to go put the haunt and the fountain, fountain to rest. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. So... You kind of whisper to Councilman Hearthmount, and he's like, all right, I'll, I'll get their attention. And he, he lifts his shirt up, and he... <laughs> what in the world? Uh, citizens, uh, we'll, we'll conduct the rest of the uh, town hall meeting outside. Uh, come with me around the side of the, of the building, and we'll, um, we'll discuss more matters. And um, he gets the rest of the crowd to kind of follow him around the side of the building. You guys, I imagine, kind of just hold back, and then are able to slip away. At this point, it's late evening. So you had you had kind of gone to 
town hall right before sundown. The town hall meeting commenced all of that, and then it basically all hell broke loose. So after all of that, it's been, you know, an hour or two. It's probably eight or nine o'clock. You guys heading to the fountain? I thought we had to get some grave dirt to dump in that fountain. Yeah, you would. All right. I guess we have to go to um, the Restlands to go get some grave dirt. Uh, Motumbe, don't you um carry that like around with you or something? That seems like part of your religion. Eclipse, you have much to learn in the ways of Phrasma, and though it is correct to associate me with the grave and the dirt which we are all ra- laid down okay, to rest Okay, so the answer is no. Thank no, you. No, the answer is most certainly no. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys head to the Restlands. Are you stealing said dirt? Are you... Um, I Take me back. Do you guys remember how to put this fountain to rest? Well, I was under the impression that all we really needed to put the fountain to rest was some dirt from the graves and to dump that into the fountain. Ba-ta-ta. I know there's an Aranel piece to it. Yes. Um, from Antrellis's notes, you remember that Aranel is is kind of a part of this haunt. He the the haunt is kind of an alternate manifestation of him. You have the ghost that has been that had kind of followed around Leanna and is now following around Eclipse and protecting her. But the alternate side of that is kind of the manifestation of the bird's rage. So they're yin and yang. They're both parts of the same thing. So to in order to put the haunt to rest, not only do you need to dump the grave dirt into the fountain, but you also need to find Aronel's body and bury that in a basically sacred place. So you would need to like buy a small plot of land in the rest lands mm-hmm. in order to, in order to put him to rest. I see. Do we know where his body is? You do not. Okay. Cause he was drowned in the fountain, but we don't know. He didn't ask Antrellis that tidbit. No, that would have been helpful, but it maybe would have made him go crazy even faster. I don't know. <laughs> don't talk about my bird. <laughs> so to be clear, I guess there's two way, two things that we need to do to put out the hunt. Um, but if we do one of those things, will the good part of the hunt stay? Asking for a friend? Just, yeah, asking for a friend who has um, a bag of marbles. It's- if you have a knowledge religion, you can roll it. I don't. I don't know why you didn't take that at level two. You're the ghost lady. Don't worry, Eclipse. I can assist you. All right. My knowledge religion is a 23. Um, you would assume that putting Aaron L to rest would essentially nullify both parts of the haunt. But if Aaron L is truly a ghost and not a haunt, it might take more than just you know, sanctifying the fountain to make him dissipate. All those things I just explained to you. Awesome. 
Well, for now, we should just take care of, like, at least putting the dirt in the fountain. Well, we did know that Entrellus drowned the bird in the fountain, right? That is true. Have we checked in the fountain? We have not. Icky gonna swim? I probably shouldn't, based on how much armor I'm wearing. Lyra can definitely <laughs> swim. Super deep. Oh, Lyra has this, and she can give us all fins, so we can oh go swimming God. in the fountain together. Oh my God, the, complete, the, the completion of Lyra's character arc. <laughs> oh my. Put this fountain in specifically so Lyra can finish her arc. Woo. Yeah, it's uh, it's like uh, two feet deep, so if you really want to give everybody fins and just make it terrible to walk on land... For that, then be my guest, because that would make the rest of the evening so much more fun. So you guys head into the Restlands. I think Restlands it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to go get dirt. Okay. Um, In the Restlands, you know, Matumbe would probably know that any dirt within the bounds of of the cemetery is probably fair game would be sanctified. So if you just want to take a shovel of it, yeah, I think you'd be, you know, well within your rights. It's just burying something in the restlands that'll, you would probably want to talk to somebody at the, at the church. And I think that's a bridge we'll cross when we come to it. We don't have the body yet. So there's no point in waking up father Grimborough. Hey, we might need to bury a Wake bird. Wake him up at 8, <laughs> 8 or 9 p.m. I guess he's an old man. He's probably asleep. Yeah. He rises early and often. Ha, ha. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys head to the Restlands. It's dark. You get there. I imagine you probably just cross the threshold and dig a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of take your shovel back. Um, can you all make me a perception check? Yep. 16 goes up to a 20. Six. Bitcoin is very distracted with five. 22. Okay, so Eclipse. Matumbe is kind of busy digging. Like a good grave digger should. Like a good, good boy. So he doesn't notice anything amiss but you do you look to probably the largest gravestone in your proximity and you see that and it's really weird the tombstone has your name written on it it says eclipse when did I die and it has your birth date and then it has today Oh, no. And you look away for a moment and then look back. And your name's no longer there. What name's there? Jasmine Phoenix. Great coming up with that name. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a real Ustalavian. Yep. She's a transplant. So... Matumbe gets his dirt. You guys head back to the fountain, or are you investigating that eclipse? Mm. I don't know. I feel like she might, like, if if it really just goes right away after she like rubs her eyes or something, she might just think she's seen something. 
Yeah. You know? It's been That's kind fair. of a long day. True. The smoke's still in our eyes. Yeah. Did you tell the rest of the party? No, I, I just think I'm seeing things. Okay. So you guys head to the fountain and I need you guys to place yourselves on the map now. Perfect. Everybody make me a perception check now that you're at the fountain. Let's put it on the board. That's my first natural one for tonight. All right. So five total. I'll drink to that. Sailing with a four. Thirteen. Nineteen. So. Real perceptive tonight. Eclipse, you were the first to see again. What looked like feathers falling under the surface of the water. And they they seem to drop out of nowhere. And you remember the ravens that attacked you at this fountain. And you know that haunts that are not put to rest continue to antagonize the living. I need everybody to roll for initiative now. Oh, boy. Five for Ikmer. Eighteen for Eclipse. Seventeen for Lyra. Uh, Eleven for Mr. Matumbe. Okay. Eclipse, you were the only one that saw these feathers, saw the haunt trigger. You are the only one that gets to act in the first round besides the haunt. Or in the surprise round, rather. What do you do? Hmm. You know, now now would probably be a good time for this haunt siphon thing that we have, except Eclipse would never use that, is what I keep realizing. Um... But I, I mean, nothing's out, right? Like, it's literally just a fountain with feathers. Yeah, but you basically know that the haunt is happening right now because you saw the feathers. That's how haunts work. You are the only one that perceived it, so you have forewarning to act before it sets itself off. Can I can't do full round action, can I? No, you can only do uh, a standard or a move. Okay, well, I'm just gonna wait, I guess. I, I can't, I mean, I, I literally, there's nothing I can do here. Uh, you remember... I guess I'll cast resistance on myself. Okay, you remember that the grave dirt can put the haunt to rest, so you might yell to Matumbe or something. I mean, as a free action. He already knows that's what we're doing. But he doesn't know the haunt is triggered. You're the only one that does. So you're saying he's? you think he's not going to put dirt in it after birds come out? I'm just saying the birds are going to have a chance to attack. Okay. They are, no matter what. Okay. Motumbe, there's birds in there. Throw the dirt in the fountain, like o- we planned. Oh, gee. I almost changed my mind. <laughs> now any birds are back. Thanks. <laughs> okay, do me a favor. It is a haunt's turn now. Place a bottle cap at each corner of the fountain on the map. So, Matumbe, you're all about the balance of everything. You took a shovel full of dirt out of 
the graveyard. Yep. What kind of dirt are you going to put back in? Oh, see, I'm glad that you brought this up, Brooks, because we know that we need to put Aranel in the graveyard. So it'll probably be about even. Okay. Okay. It's only one shovel for full dirt versus one crow slash raven. Okay. So on the haunt's turn, the birds appear. It is now Eclipse's turn. Oh, okay. It's my turn. Yeah, it's the regular order now. Do I know that if we throw the uh, dirt in, like, all the birds go away? Um, You don't have knowledge of religion, so no. Okay, cool, yeah. Sounds about right. Well, I'm next to a bird, and I've got a battle axe, so... Guess I've got an action. Sure. Because I think last time they just kept spawning from the fountain. Or that's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I, just, I I can't do anything because I don't have the dirt. Mm-hmm. 14? 14 does not hit. Okay. Okay. Lyra, your turn. Just seeing all of these birds materialize and knowing that we need to get the grave dirt in there, Lyra is going to want to help the most she can for everyone. So she is going to start singing to inspire courage to all. All right. And that'll be for her, for her full turn. Not moving at all? No, she'll stay up by the fountain. Okay. Matumbe. All right. Um... So Matumbe is directly next to a bird. Griffin, I'm going to ask for a ruling here. Do I have the dirt like in a shovel in my hand or is that like in a sack on my back? I didn't specify, so I I imagine you literally put like you carried the shovel full of dirt over here. Okay. It's not too far. So I imagined you had the shovel out with the dirt in it. Okay. Yeah, that that sounds good to me. So I think it's pretty self-explanatory here. I'm just going to dump the dirt in the uh, in the fountain. I don't okay. know if that incurs. I need you to roll me 3d6. Ooh. What could this mean? That is an 11 total. 11 total. Yeah. And the ravens disappear. Whoa. Woo. Alright. That was easy. That was easy. Famous last words. Good job, team. <laughs> I'm glad I was reminded to put the dirt in my eclipse. Otherwise, who <laughs> knows what I could have done. <laughs> I think it was a real team effort, guys. We all did our part. Now, <laughs> now that there's dirt in the fountain, Lyra would like to reach down and touch it and cast Purify Water to clean the, the fountain. The dirt's in there for a reason. Oh well, God! Yeah, it's it no does it actually pure. does it actually like bring back the haunt? I was oh, doing it because I thought it would yeah. like it's, it's it's not rules as written. I'll tell you that. Um, so are you guys looking for this body? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think we should perception check. Yeah, maybe perception checks or survival checks. Ooh, survival. I have a natural twenty on perception, so twenty-five. 22 on survival. Now I need you to tell me where you're looking. 
into the fountain. So you're looking in the fountain. Yes. Natural 20, you easily find that uh, there are coins in here. How many? I'm kidding. Don't worry about it. 50 copper. <laughs> um, you find a bunch of coins. You don't see any bodies, any animals in the fountain. That's good. It wouldn't be sanitary. Would you then say, like, hey, it's not in the fountain? Oh, yeah. I would uh, kind of wait and see how, how messy it would get. And then I'd just be like, hey, guys, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, really see anything in there. So are you guys looking around it then? Sure. So what did the rest of you roll? 15. I'm up to an 18. I was at a 22. Okay. For survival. Oh, well, with survival, definitely. You would see the smudge marks. Looks like a burlap sack was dragged around on one side of the fountain. Lead you to what looks like a great, a great kind of like right beneath the fountain. Oh, I thought you said grave. I got real tricky. A grave. <laughs> <laughs> Let me dig it up. So uh, I imagine you open the grate. Mm-hmm. You do find a sack. It's got, when you open it up, a raven and a ring. Ooh. Put on the ring. Well, well, well. Let me spellcraft that ring first. <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll, just do, I'll do object reading. Oh, perfect. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. What do I know? Uh, do I have to tell you what it is? Is that what it is? Uh, it's like I succeeded on a detect magic and spellcraft and know a bunch of stuff about it. If you It want takes more. you like a minute, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know that this is a ring of protection plus one. Cool. That's cool. So it is clearly magical. Who's going to take that? Um, That's just a plus one to the AC, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody probably wants it. The folks who could benefit most from it are sitting on the other side of the table from me. Yeah. Um, I feel like Eclipse probably might need that a little bit more than Lyra. But you just took the natural armor one. That's what I was thinking. Mm. No, did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have the amulet of natural armor as well. Oh, yeah. That's why my AC's 14 now. Okay. Okay. Is your AC just shit because you haven't recovered that dex damage? Uh, that would only bring it back to 15. Wow. You need better armor, Home Slice. I've got leather. That's like the worst armor besides cloth. It's what I've got. <laughs> All right. So... You both want it? Uh, I'm not worried about it. Okay, so... Lear would like it. Okay. Okay, right. go ahead. Ikmer uh, shoves his hand in the bag and uh, pulls it out and tosses it across the fountain to Lyra. Made me a ranged attack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Natural 19. Okay. Lands right in her hand. It lands on her uh, finger. Lands on her finger. <laughs> you play, you've been playing horseshoe. <laughs> Okay, so you guys find this. Uh, does anyone did anyone like detect magic, or was that just a part of the object reading? It's not real detect magic. Um. Uh, yeah, mine is more as if I have successfully examined the item using detect magic and succeeded spellcraft. 
also would know any historical significance of the item and the last person who wore it in the past 48 hours. Well, not in the past 48 hours, but the historical significance of it is that it was Antrellis's ring. Okay, yeah. That's, that's what I've known. So, guys, if we, if we hurry, we can bury this raven before dark. <laughs> well, a raven is how small of a hole? I think Matube needs like one shovel, so. Pretty much, yeah. The 15th of a second. <laughs> Start the timer. <laughs> so, you guys, you guys find Aranel. You take Aranel out of this grate. Now I need you guys to make me another perception check. Not so good this time with uh, 14. 20 total. Four. Yikes. So Matumbe, they're kind of examining this ring, and you're kind of off to the side. You're looking at the fountain. You're kind of looking at the stonework on the fountain. You see that there's a small gargoyle in each corner of the fountain, they're almost positioned as though they're holding the basin, the main basin up. But with a 20, you notice that, uh, is your, are your eyes playing with you or, oh no, they're definitely starting to move. Oh dear. Lyra, Eclipse, Ikma, I believe this is not the end of our troubles. Please direct your attention to the fountain. <laughs> and as he says that, roll for initiative again. Oh. <laughs> is this because Emily said that was easy? No, this is because you removed the body. Oh, okay. Four on initiative. Thirteen. Eight. Sixteen. Jeez, not so good this time. Ooh. Wait, we're not where we are on the map because we moved, right? Yep, put yourselves where you think you are. What were you, Ickmer? I'm sorry. Thirteen. Do you want to say that the grave... So the grate would have been... How far would the grate have been away the from the fountain? The grate is literally like at the base of the fountain. Oh, okay. So we'd all be on one side. At the top of the order. Mutumbe, you see these gargoyles spring to life. Please place them all around the top basin of the fountain. Now, what do you do? Well, Matumbe is directly next to a gargoyle. I think the... Conveniently placed. I know. Funny how that turned out. Um, I think the only reasonable thing to do is to use the very formidable copy of the Bones Land in a Spiral and crush this thing to dust. Okay. All right, so not great. It's a five on the die, which brings me up to an 11. But I did go before him, so that would be a flat-footed gargoyle. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a big old whiff. Even flat-footed? Oh, yeah. Damn. Uh, but I do need to make you to make me a will save. Oh. Okay, that's cool. I'm fine with that. All right, 13 total. Nothing happens that you know of. Oh, Boy, am I shaking in my boots. Okay, so with that, it is the gargoyle's turn, and sweet, sweet Matumbe. Yep. 
You're right next to one. Yeah, funny how that turned out. So, the first gargoyle is going to attack. And much like Saw Moon Isle... Don't do this These fatty daddies have four attacks. So, the first thing I'm going to do is see what his bite is. 18 on the die is going to hit you. It does. That is... Three damage. Okay. Now a claw's coming at you. 16 on the die. It's definitely going to hit you. Well, I don't know, Griffin. What does that come to? I'm not going to tell you exactly. I'm just going to tell you it's at least three better than your AC. So that well, is... Well, if it's three better than my AC, it definitely hits me. That's uh, five damage. Oh, dear. Another swing coming at you. That misses. And then the gore. That's a two on the die. That also misses. All right. So make me uh, another will save. That's great. Um, I'm at a third of my hit points right now because I did not have an opportunity to really heal up after our. I got housed by the ghost rider skull skulls. <laughs> the night rider skulls, you mean? Oh, yeah. No, David Hasselhoff, the night rider skulls. I'm sorry. Um, that's a seven total. And so I will save. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tell me what happens. Or can can you not yet? You don't know. Okay, cool. Hmm. So next is going to be the gargoyle next to Eclipse and Lyra. It is going to attack Lyra. I really shouldn't put these D20s down. The bite, natural 20. Let me roll to confirm. Second no 20. Way. Oh, no. Well, at least it was just to confirm. Luckily, it Not- was just the bite, which is its lowest damage die. Eight damage. Now a claw is coming at... Er, yes, now a claw is coming at you. One. That's a miss. Another claw. Uh, does a 21 hit? Yeah. Five damage. Finally, the gore also hits. Three damage. Make me a will save. Eighteen. Ooh, Lyra, you've just discovered that this isn't real. This gargoyle isn't real. And from now on, its AC will be very heavily reduced towards any attacks you make on it, and its attacks deal 20% of their damage to you. So if it were to hit you for a five, it would hit you for a one. Oh. Wow. That's nice. The other two gargoyles fly over to the rest of the party. And I think one is going to fly five feet away from Eclipse. The other is going to actually fly up high. And so it's going to be above the party for right now. The one next to Eclipse is going to attack at her. 
the bite. Uh, does a 15 hit? Yeah, we just went over. <laughs> just confirming. That's four damage. The two claws both hit with two 14s on the die. Ten damage. And then the gore. Oh, wait. Take all of this away, because I'm a big dum-dum. He had to move. He can't take his full attack. So the bite hit you. The rest do not. Thank you. Sorry. I was so excited. Okay. Next in the order is Ick. Well, I personally am very confused about this whole thing. I'm not at all sure why they are attacking us. And you said that they were, like, holding up the fountain before? Yeah, it looked as if they were a part of the fountain, kind of holding up the basin. And then Matumbe saw them start to move. I am very confused as to uh, what to do. But I think he pretty much only has one, one choice. And try to attack the gargoyle right in front of Matumbe. Okay, go for it. How does a 25 hit? Ooh, that hits. Awesome. Do 11 damage. Kills it. Nice. Oh, you're a hero. Did everyone ever tell you that? Because they make me a will save. <laughs> oh boy, this might be my downfall because got a zero in that column. A ten. Yeah, you're. Nothing noticeable happens. Okay. Lyra, you're up. Now, I do want to say this before you take your turn. Because you know that these are not real. You can convince one of your allies that they're not real and give them a plus four to their save, but that is your standard action. Okay. Lyra is really not feeling great after all of those hits, so she is going to take a five-foot step away from the gargoyles and get back away from the fountain. And... She knows Matumbe isn't doing so great on health, so she is going to call to Matumbe and tell him that these are not real and don't be afraid. Okay. Plus four on your next save. Eclipse, you're up. Okay, so it is my turn, um, but I do have a question on uh, the will save. Does that happen after you get hit by them? It happens after you interact with them. So either after you take a full attack from them, well, not full, if you get, oh, so did I not I give you a save? I never got one. Okay, make your save. And also, this is shadow magic. Is it also mind affecting? No, but it's shadow. Okay, thanks. Ooh, <laughs> I rolled really well. So I rolled a three. Which that brings me up to a grand eight. 
Yeah, that doesn't do anything. Well, not that you know. All right, yeah, I figured. Okay, cool. But it is your turn, so you are convinced these things are real. Yeah, and it's stone, so... Or at least as far as I know. Well, gonna go ahead and try and hit it with my battle axe, because that's... About all the options I have, and in because I am currently basically cornered by three of them. Yeah, which one are you hitting? You got a lot of options. Um, I was gonna take a five foot back, just okay. So you're not gonna be fully surrounded. Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. Um, so now I am right in front of Lyra, and there's only one within my uh, reach. All right, I am going to hit with my battle axe or try. Got an eight on the dice, so. Probably not going to hit. That's a 12. Nope. That's what I thought. No hit. Matumbe, because you just got called to by Lyra, please make me a will save. Aha. Okay. Got a plus four. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this second die, place it over here. That one also rolled me a natty one. (laughs) So you fail. Yep, uh, I, unless an eight succeeds. No, it does not. What do you do with your So turn? now I have two dice in dice jail. Um, oh, man, this sucks. The one that's flying up in the air, how high is it flying in it's, the air? It's literally like five feet in the air. Okay. it's it, it would be like an upward diagonal. So if I move into the square right in front of me, I would be able to hit it? Yes. Okay, cool. So I'll take a five-foot step. And then, even though I still believe they are real, I am going to go ahead and take a swing with the holy book. Well, that's not going to hit either at a 13. That does not make a will save. I'm terrible at this game. Does he still get a plus four? Yes. Well, I got a natural 19 on the die. So So now you know that these are not real. How silly I was. Did I miss my second will save then? Because I hit them. When you hit them, you got the will save. No. Oh, you missed entirely, didn't you? Oh, okay. Yes, I missed them. All right. There we go. That works. Oh, wait. No, you missed too. Yeah. So you shouldn't get a will save. No, you should get one. I should get one? Yeah, you should get one. Okay. Why'd you make one in the first place? Because you skipped me the first time when they hit me. Oh, gotcha. That's why That's why I didn't give you another one. That's my bad. All right. I got 17 on the die that, that time plus five. Okay. So you know they're fake. All right. Great. Okay, so what's going to happen is the one by Matumbe is going to full attack him. Bite is red. Claws are blue and clear. And gore is black. Well, there's a 20 in there. So one of the claws is an Addy 20. That's cool. Um, there's an 18 nope. to hit. There's a 19 to hit. Ties. And there's a less than that. So one crit, threat, one hit. The um, gore and the bite missed. So the claws are the hitters. I'll roll to confirm on that 20. Uh, that isn't going to confirm at a 16. Sweet. So it's going to be two damage. Two damage. All right. I am 
thanking God that I succeeded that will save, or else I would be definitely down. I've got four hit points left. The one next to Eclipse is going to take a five-foot step closer to Lyra, but it is still going to attack Eclipse. Once again, same color dice are the same uh, attacks. Another natty 20. Uh, So one natty 20 on the claw, a 17 on the claw hits. A uh, way more than that also hits on the bite and a 11 misses for the gore. So let me roll to confirm that crit. That is a 18 to confirm. Okay. I'll do the claw crit first. So are you going to give me 20% of the damage? Yes, you will take 20% of the damage. That's what I just did for him. Okay, I just didn't know if I was supposed to do it or you did it. Well, for shits and gigs, why don't we give you the full damage? (laughs) 14 full damage. Okay. I'm going to keep track. Then another claw. Six full damage. And then the gore, or rather the bite, six full damage. Okay. Fortunately for you, that rounded is, I believe, four damage. Because a five would be one. So you got to beat a ten to get two. Man, if we didn't disbelieve these, we would be in a world of hurt. Not to say that I'm not in a world of hurt, but I would have been. Unfortunately, Ikmer is still a Never Never Land. Mm-hmm. And the the one that is furthest from the party takes a five-foot step and begins to full-round attack Ikmer. No! Same dice. Oh, shit! Another 20! Oh, my goodness. You are Griffin, put it, away. Uh, put it away. But, but the next highest one is only um, like a 16, so that won't hit. Correct. So let me roll to confirm. Man, I'm hot tonight, baby. Just like Saw Moon Isle, get to roll four dice, I roll a couple 20s. Feels good, doesn't it? Oh, second 20. Uh, this is the second time I've double 20. If, if, wow. we doing, if we were another podcast. If we were doing the Wheel or Woe rule where three 20s killed you, I may have killed two people today. <laughs> Jesus. So that is going to crit... But it was on the bite. So that is only nine damage. Okay. And with that, it's finally back to Igmer's turn. But before that, I need Igmer to make me a will save because he just got attacked. 19. And you realize these aren't real either. Nice. Now, please do your turn. Okay. Does knowing that they're not real, uh, I guess, confirm that they just can't hit me, or is it... No, they can hit you. They only do 20% of their normal damage, which is what we've been doing for the people that can believe. You also know that they're way easier to hit when you don't... Or when you know what they that they're fake, so... Use that knowledge as you will. 
Okay. Well, then based on that, he is going to attack back at the one that attacked him. Uh, natural 18 on the die. Yep, that hits. For 10 damage. 10 damage? Knocks it out of the sky. Nice. I'm just clobbering over here. Okay, Lyra. Lyra is hurting real bad, so she is going to take a five-foot step away from the gargoyle so she is not threatened by it, and she is going to cast Cure Light Wounds on herself and get seven points. Nice. Eclipse. All right, well, there's one right next to me, and it should be easier to attack now, so I'm going to go ahead and try and battle axe it. 14 on the die, and so 18. Okay, roll damage. Awesome. That is nine damage. Ooh. Just, I know, it's probably 10. It's still up. It's probably 10. Wait, your battle axe is a normal battle axe, correct? Yeah. Okay, it is still up. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Back to Matumbe's turn. All right, here we go. He's going to try and hit him with the book again. 18 on the die. Yep, that hits. All right. Roll damage. Um, you know, just throwing out there that this uh, this book has cold iron properties. <laughs> Thanks. Fuck. Christ. Uh, all right, six points of damage. Okay. No one's weapons are magical, right? You just have cooled iron? Yeah. That's it. I do have the war razor. Oh, okay. And don't you have that, uh, like, adamantine mug? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do do have that. Start using bludgeoning (laughs) damage. So it's the gargoyle's turn, and they're both up. So one is going to full round attack Eclipse, and one is going to full round attack Matumbe, the one attacking Eclipse... So one doesn't hit the gore. The two claws and the bite hit. The bite does one point of damage. Claw, two points of damage. Second claw, one point of damage. The other one is going to full round attack Matumbe. I'm so screwed. (laughs) Oh no. I'm coming to heal you. One die cocked. Literal scum. (laughs) Oh, that one fell out of my dice tray, folks. Guess what it landed on? Natty Daddy 20. Okay, so I got a 20, and then my second highest is a 21. That hits. Okay, so the gore is going to hit, and one of the claws is going to hit. Let me roll to confirm on the claw. If I could keep these dice in my hands, folks, that would be lovely. Uh, I don't believe an 18 confirms. Oh, thank God. It does not. That was close, though. Okay. So. One point of damage. And then two points of damage. Oh, my God. I have one point of damage left. Oh, God. If I crit that, he'd be down, folks. That's right. But it's Ikmer's turn. Okay. So as he takes a 
uh, five foot step forward, he's going to say, Well, well I, I really don't want to do this, but uh, I don't think we're, uh, we're talking our way out of this one. It's at this point, after killing two gargoyles, that everybody <laughs> decides to say he's reluctant to do this. <laughs> um, does a 17 hit? Yes. All right. Come on, knock it out of the sky. 10 more damage. You feel, you almost feel like you're stabbing into nothing as kind of a cloud of shadowy energy just kind of poofs around the the tip of your spear and the gargoyle disappears. All right. Lyra. Lyra is going to take another five foot step closer to Matumbe and cast Cure Light Wounds and say, let the water wash away the pain and you get six points back. Thank you for crashing your waves upon my shore. God damn. <laughs> Eclipse. Okay. Um, well, I feel like if I hit it one more time with a battle axe, it'll go down. So I guess I'll just uh, I'll do that instead of casting a spell. But I rolled a six. So. Which goes to? Ten. Hits. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Okay. Wow. I was a little worried. <laughs> yeah, their AC drops to garbage after you realize that they're... Uh... I rolled a one on the damage, so eight damage. And that one also goes down, and you see a similar thing. It, it almost feels like you swing through the air. And at that moment, all of the gargoyles are gone. Yay. I am reticent to ask for assistance, but Lyra... If you have any more healing spells, I would really appreciate it. Fighting all those fires really wore me out. Uh, that That's all I got for today. I'm sorry. I understand. Oh, God. Oh Matumbe's going to be on death's door tonight. <laughs> it's going to be rough. So, as you guys have, have thrown the grave dirt into the fountain, and... You fought off these ravens, these ghostly ravens, these gargoyles. You found the body of Aranel. At this moment, Aranel coalesces from Eclipse's bag. And he says, Rest! 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 Well, guys, it sounds like he wants to stay with me. Um, well, we can go... Right back to the manor. Not a problem. We could just uh, go go right back. Was Aranel saying that out loud? Yes. So you're definitely lying. Oh, oh no! Everyone could hear it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Make a bluff check. <laughs> it wasn't me trying to lie. <laughs> I don't want you guys to take him from me. I think Aranel has done enough for us. If he wants to sleep. I think we owe him that. The bird has lived beyond his passing from this life. It, whether, whether we want it or not, it is time. We could give it a bath. You know, <laughs> just kind of put him back in the fountain and uh, rub him down a bit. Duh. 
So. But, but uh, what if what if I have his friend? His friend? What do you mean? Uh, I I I I have um something I should have told you. Uh so you know that the planchette uh well Liana came and talked to me. And and I think I accidentally kept her and I, I pull out the mirror that I've been carrying and I'm like she she just like went in here and I and I don't I don't want to just have her and not have her friend. I mean, I don't want her to be lonely either. I don't really, I just, I don't know what to do. And as you pull the mirror out and you look into its glossy surface, you see nothing. It looks like a regular, ordinary mirror. Okay, uh, I, I have proof. Um, um, hang on. Uh, so I am, uh, I'm going to go set the mirror down. Um, I'm, I'm gonna and then mechanically I'm gonna ex, extricate my haunt I guess I'll have warding weapon charged in it and the trigger will be I walk I'll walk by so you walk by and my weapon will fly out of my hands and go and like stand next to me defending me yep yeah see, see that's that's Leanna guys She's she's protecting me. That's what she does. She protects me. I I I just I don't want her to be alone forever. This originally would trouble me, but I want to make myself very clear. It looks like you are keeping this soul beyond its traditional mortal life, but it's all become very clear to me. This is in a very non-traditional way, a form of balance. Liana has died, she's not gone, and there's a debt to be paid. But she protects you. I think I see balance in this. I'm okay with it. But I do not know about Arenel. I think it is his time. We could ask Arenel if he wants to stay with her. That sounds like a pretty good idea. I mean, I think he should be able to do what he wants, you know? <laughs> God. Okay. So I'm gonna, I guess, pull the marble actually out of its bag. Arenel is out. I know, I know. But I'm gonna pull the marble out as well, mm. put it next to the mirror, and I will say, Arenel, what, what do you say? What, what do you say with, with me and Leanna? And he's silent. So that's a yes. And then you see his form kind of lose substance as it fades into the corpse of the bird. Oh no, it left me. <laughs> seems like a no. He, he seems... He seems to be a little bit happier, I, I, I think. I think we should take him back and bury him. I guess it's time. So you head back to the Restlands. Matumbe already dug a little bit out of the earth. Yeah. He 
<laughs> but we can't bury anything without like having a plot of land, right? I mean, it's the middle of the night now, okay. so you could probably get away with it. Yeah. Unless you want Gerald to come back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make this is up. Make sure this is all on the up and up. Hey guys, uh, did you notice how well the grass is mowed? And uh, you can actually kind of see yourselves in the gravestones. They're so shiny. The grass is mowed in a perfect spiral, Ikmer. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thanks. And I put my hand on Ikmer's shoulder like a proud father. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I detect alignment. <laughs> uh, I think he's neutral good, right? 24 no. seconds. Oh, <laughs> or lawful good. Lawful good. Um, so you guys bury Aaron L. Does anyone say anything? Lyra will pour a little bit of uh, salt water that she keeps in her flask and just say, may you be at peace now. Is that it? Uh, yeah, he, he will probably say some words. Well, uh, I'm gonna miss you. I really enjoyed your company. I'm really glad you came and saw me and not the other ones in the window. Don't tell them I said that. Um, well, I wanted a pet, but guess that's not happening. What you doing, Griff? It didn't make as much noise when I, you know, these aren't like tabs. Yeah, yeah. You're trying trying to open your drink loudly. <laughs> I was. Um, but yeah, that's what uh, Eclipse will say. And she'll just kind of ramble a little bit and walk away. And, and at that time, Matumbe will stand at the head of the grave like a reverend and open the book. And he'll read several passages. Takes about... 25 minutes um, and he closes the book and he says goodbye a friend and Eclipse would you like to bury your friend it's only like one or two shovelfuls it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah I think I think that'll be good I mean yeah I didn't really want him to go yeah yeah I should probably just put the dirt on him right So, uh, I, mean, I I wouldn't leave him just kind of unburied, so I think, uh, <laughs> I think that's probably a good idea. Good thinking. You're smart. Oh, thank you, Rick. Let us all draw the spiral on our chest together. No. No, one, no. Three. One, two, three. Ekmer does it, like, super quick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, I'll throw the dirt on the... Okay. So I imagine it's it's pretty late right now. Well, you after a have, 25 minute service in the middle of the night. Yeah, you guys have had <laughs> heck of a day. So you likely head back to the Lorimore estate. Kendra, long asleep. You head up to your bedrooms and you go to sleep. Eclipse, you get maybe two hours of sleep before you're woken in the middle of the night. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. You sit up from bed and you see that the mirror isn't where 
you left it when you went to bed. It's sitting kind of upright at the foot of the bed, facing you. And you see the silhouette of Aranel tapping on the mirror. As you get closer, you see the reflection in the mirror. And it's Leanna. And she has her hand up against the glass of the other side of the mirror. And she's looking at you. And she looks towards you. And she looks towards the bird. And she smiles. You see Aranel dissipate and appear on Leanna's shoulder inside the mirror. And I need you guys to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Uh, I knew it. Goodbye, Aranel. This is birthday. <laughs> <laughs>